Martin banks it off. Sutter is up with it there. Right around in front. Live in the entertainment capital of the world. Leading goal scorer on the team. Drew one in front. It's the TC Martin Show. A tie game on the power play. Hodgson was at the front of the net. They are. Time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. A power play goal by the captain, T.C. Martin. It's brushed on back by Richard Fox. Right up front, Yager, Fennett, side of the net. Score! The doctor is now in. And a very good Friday afternoon to you, live from the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. It is the T.C. Martin Show, our Friday home. Each and every Friday, 2 to 4 p.m., of course, in studio Monday through Thursday. Nonstop sports talk coming your way. Brian Benowitz, my man, our gracious host here at the Cosmopolitan, sits to my left. And then a couple down from there is VGK Frank in the house. Quake back in the studio making it all happen, giving us the ability to go coast-to-coast, border-to-border. Numchuck here live at the Cosmopolitan, setting it up. And uh, we are live and in color again. A beautiful Friday afternoon here in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Double B, what's shaking, man? Man, what isn't shaking? It's a, it's a great Friday afternoon in Las Vegas. I'm sure you're already out hitting a little pickleball this morning with, with our good friend Trevor, who I know was out on the courts at 9 a.m. this morning, ready to hit it. But it's just a gorgeous day. Look at all these people already in, in uh, the racing sports book, here, ready to have a nice weekend in Las Vegas. Last week you told me. You said, bring the sneaks. So I'm ready. Yeah. You know, I've... I've uh, I've got my Kobe Bryant's on right now. How will that, how will that be on a, on a pickleball court? Uh, there you go. I think you need court shoes, tennis shoes. Wait, these are tennis shoes, my yeah. friend. Look, look at the bottoms here. This, 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 oh, this those good. are worn down. Yeah, those are worn down. I don't want you to get injured. <laughs> get the proper equipment, you'll be ready to go. There we go. All right, Frank, you down for some pickleball? Uh, not today, thanks. Back is still a little bit sore, but uh, maybe sometime down the road. I used to play a lot of tennis and uh, racquetball and yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I've got a good friend of mine who loves pickleball, and he's been trying to get me out there for a while. So maybe one of these days. Pickleball, the sport of America. Yeah, it's amazing. Fastest growing. I wonder if they play that in Canada. Can we get a report from Miss Saskatchewan, who is in the house here today? Miss Saskatchewan, live and in color, made the trip down. Is pickleball big in Canada? She says absolutely not. Well, that, that's that's crazy because we know people in Calgary, right? Yeah. That huge, huge, yeah. you know, Shirley's yeah. huge yes. in pickleball. We know that it's picked up in Kenora. Yeah. Here's in the Kenora, thing: and we saw those people skating playing pickleball last week. I believe that Miss Saskatchewan Christmas. actually believes that an actual pickle is involved, though. I mean, she is in the restaurant business. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So may not may, may not have hit the plains of Saskatchewan yet. Yeah, but I, soon I, enough. I, I know you mentioned the skating. Did you happen to see the video of the guy on skates that dunked the basketball? I did not. It, it's been on social media. I noticed it yesterday. The guy's coming down. They call it a Canadian slam dunk contest. They built a little ramp in that, and they go up on the ramp, and on skates, he dunks the basketball and then lands perfectly and just skates away from it. All right, I'm game. Let's do it. Canada. <laughs> me, me, and T, me and TC next year once we get the ice up. There we go. I'm ready to go. All right, today on the show... We are going to talk uh, some Golden Knights hockey, of course. The Golden Knights had their game postponed last night against uh, San Jose, but the Knights back in action tomorrow in Anaheim. And then Monday, they come back to T-Mobile Arena for a couple games on Monday and Wednesday. And, yes, fans will be allowed in T-Mobile Arena. We'll get into that here in a matter of moments. Um, So we'll talk about that. But special guest here today, uh, someone who is coming here, Double B, today, that you're going to be very happy to see and very impressed with, like I think a lot of our listeners, because 
you know this man by his voice. But you've seen him enough, too, where you know him by his presence. So he'll be joining us here live. The voice of the Golden Knights of singing the National Anthem. Carnell Golden Pipes Johnson will oh join us. Oh, my goodness. It's like, that is, that's like royalty. There it is. <laughs> he is the best. When, when he's not performing, it's a bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer. He is, yeah. He's as good as it gets. There it is. Love Golden Pipes. I so, can't wait to meet him. So Golden Pipes will be, be here. Uh, Curtis Terry will join us next hour as we talk UNLV basketball. Curtis, the former UNLV running Rebel back in the day, does a fantastic job on the color commentary. So we'll talk Rebels in college basketball as well, too. So jam-packed show here today. Of course, like we always have here at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, we invite you to come on down and join us here in the William Hill Sportsbook. Games are up on the board. Plenty of college basketball and NBA action tonight. Uh, the horses are running as well, too. We've got plenty of stuff uh, to bet on, including, you know, golf, tennis. It's all here for you at the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. The food options, outstanding. Don't get me going in that because then I'll take up, uh, I can take up the whole show talking about the food at the Cosmopolitan. So there you have it. We had a great meal at uh, Blue Ribbon yet again. Yes. Yes. Outstanding. Are you talking about one that I partaked in, or yes, is this a different you, one? You, it was oh, you. Of yeah. course, it was. I was there exactly. <laughs> this guy eats all so much he can't even remember what you're talking about yeah. or where he's going. Well, I didn't. I didn't know Miss Saskatchewan uh, surprised me. I, I thought you were talking about maybe you and Miss Saskatchewan and, and group uh, went to Blue Ribbon. No, I, I've been out of town the last few days. I just got in this uh, last night, so uh, back today, and it's it's good to see me here. All right, supporting you in the book. There you go. Where's Jason? I don't even know where he is. It's on oh. a machine, of course. What Imagine that. All right. So speaking of the Cosmopolitan, college basketball, we've got breaking news. Yes. We do have breaking news? Yes. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live at the Cosmopolitan. The T.C. Martin Show and Brian Benowitz, our vice president of casino operations, has breaking news for college basketball back at the Cosmopolitan. Let's hear it. Yes. Uh, remember last week I missed the final hour. We were finalizing our... Uh, our hoops and hops, whether we could do it. We, we've come up with everything. It got announced at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, tickets are on sale for hoops and hops. Uh, this year, it will be taking place on March 19th and 20th. Okay. Very important. That's a Friday and Saturday, March 19th and 20th. Uh, we're going to put it in the Chelsea this year because it's a little bigger and it's a little spaced out okay. and a little safer. All so right. uh, it's actually two parties. Hoops is one party and hops is another party. So we're, both, wait, wait, both sharing the Chelsea. Okay, so the hoops is one party hop. So you're you're saying that we're only drinking in, in, in one party and we're just shooting buckets in the other party? No, there, there will be no buckets. There will be no shooting buckets. There's okay. a lot of shared space based on the okay. social distancing we can't do. Uh, but you can drink in both parties. Okay, then I don't, I don't understand uh, why, why, where, well, where is hoops and what is hops? So each each one has 250 to them. That's, that's the, that's the groups that we can do, and okay. they can't intermingle okay. is, is, the, is the issue there. So... Uh, one hoops is a little higher priced, and you get a reserve couch. Okay. And that's four fifty a person for for eat for each day. So if you want to go for two days, that's four fifty a person or four fifty a person. And it's all day drinking, all day food, okay, gotcha. and, and, right. and you know unlimited. You said they get a couch though. They get a couch, okay. but you got to buy it for four because you got to buy these pods. Much like if you try to oh, buy your Vegas Golden Knights, okay. you got to buy them by four. You can't just buy individual. Okay, tickets. so four fifty times four for the couch. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Now I understand. Yes. Okay, because I, I thought you know. I, I personally sit in a recliner, 
One, I understand. Per- one person doesn't sit in the couch, as far as I know. I understand. Got to have some company we, in the we couch. Ha- we have to have it in pods in order to make people safe and secure at the same I like so, that. Okay, good. Uh, we, we created these pods, and then the so that's down below. And uh, if people are interested, uh, they're going very, very fast. The tickets are going very fast. In fact, it's it's close to a sellout already. Wow. So for both days. Um, they can they can make reservations by calling this number, 702-698-6797. Again, that's 702-698-6797. Or they can also email, boy, this is a long one, <laughs> entertainment cabana, cabana sales at cosmopolitanlasvegas.com. That's a mouthful. Mm. Call the number and, and get in. The tickets or the couches are going incredibly right. fast. And that's for the hoops part. Mm. Now, these parties cannot intermingle. That's part of the rules of the of the social distancing of, of what we have here in Nevada. But it will all be in the Chelsea? They'll though? all be in the separated. Chelsea. So you'll have Partition. it separated. Okay. They'll be separated. You won't be able to go up and down the steps. And then on the fourth floor, we'll have reserve seating up in the mezzanine. Okay. And so you get a stadium seat, a nice, comfortable stadium seat. But again, you've got to buy four to six blocks. Your tickets are four or six. Okay. We have them all blocked up, so it's a good distance of six feet to separate everybody. And that and that's those are three hundred per person each day. Okay. But you've got to buy a block each time, and uh, you get all all beverages. Uh, in that party as well, included. And then there'll be some food uh, options to buy as well. Uh, That you can get online at cosmopolitanlasvegas.com or Ticketmaster. So uh, if you're interested in coming, book it now because it's going to go fast. It's only 500 total spots. That's, That's what we're doing. However... TC, just for you, we have other venues that you can you can watch the uh, and enjoy the, the the college basketball activity here in the Race and Sportsbook, the Pool Marquee, Barbershop, Click, Holsteins, all having viewing parties both days. Again, you can go to CosmopolitanLasVegas.com and book those as well. That is outstanding news. So, so you're saying for me, so I, I'm relegated to, to go into those one of those spots. Is that what you're saying? TC, I, I got a I got a couch right. No, I don't know if you're a couch guy. Uh, well, yeah, you're a food guy. Uh, yeah, I'm a, so, I'm so a food guy. So I got couches right here. Can I be, by the, the, can I be by the food? There, there will be a lot of food. Actually, yeah. we're not having any buffet this year because of the social distancing. Okay. It'll be where you you ask your server to bring you the food, the options that are okay. available. And so, uh, we have talked about this uh, as loyal listeners know. Uh, we have, we have broadcasted from. Uh, Hoops and Hops. It's uh, traditionally been in the Belmont uh, Ballroom on mm-hmm. the fourth floor. It's been outstanding. Uh, we were talking about this leading up to this. Unfortunately, everything got canceled last year. Uh, this is just this is breaking news. It's fantastic news because this is the premier uh, March Madness viewing party anywhere. Las Vegas does it up big. The Cosmopolitan does it up like nobody else. This has been a staple. Again, we've been there uh, hosting it for the last, what, three years, going to year number four. Yep. This is fantastic. You must attend this. And, and again, uh, the food is outstanding. The beverages, the sight lines, the viewing, uh, over 200 big screen televisions. Uh, I don't know how many you're going to have this year, but being in the Chelsea, which is a concert venue, this will be new. Uh, you know, before, like I said, Belmont Ballroom. But I can already picture that this is going to look fantastic. It's going to feel fantastic. It is the premier March Madness viewing party. No one does it like the Cosmopolitan. So this is exciting news. Uh, great. And I can understand exactly why this is going to sell out quickly, why it's filling up already. And some people may say, well, it's, it's a bit expensive. But for this experience, it's one of a kind. It's, it's one of a kind. This is not your average uh, hanging out in a sports book or in a bar or whatever. Hoops and Hops is, 
is unique and fantastic and uh, very happy that it's back. Yeah, we're, we're real excited to host it. Obviously, last year was disappointing when it kind of got swept out of us uh, based on the COVID things that had happened. Uh, we're excited to bring it back. It's not to the scale it was, and right. it, we're not going to have things that were with the shared golden tea stuff and the basketball. We just can't do that type of yeah. things based on all the... Uh, the want to make sure that the safety and security of our guests and our, mm -hmm. and our employees are taken care of. You will have to social distance. You will have to wear face coverings. Yeah. Um, one of the things we're doing for the resort is we will restrict access, uh, yeah. basically um, at the evenings, mm -hmm. to make sure that we can continue to have a, a good, safe gaming and uh, social distance environment here at the Cosmo. Will you have the betting stations in the Chelsea? Betting stations will be nearby. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, it, they're going to be on that side of the room. On okay. that tower, so, so you somewhere will be nearby able to in the bet Chelsea, very close. Because somewhere nearby, we're going to put up four betting stations: okay, one great. high limit betting station for UTC, <laughs> and then three others. We'll be able to also sign up for the mobile app over there. Uh, really, what we want to do is take a little pressure off of our our, our group in here that'll yes. be so crowded, and so the people that are enjoying it in any of our venues can go to the Chelsea side and and and, and have a little smaller uh, way to get their bets in. Yeah, and remember this too: uh, if you want to make sure that you don't get shut out because of a betting line or something like that, just get the mobile. App. Absolutely. Get the mobile app and load it up, uh, you know, on Thursday or and use when the you promo get here, code. you're ready to go. Use the TC promo code. I got to loaded mine up again because I, I went busted, yeah. but, you know, yeah. that's uh, that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> that's it. The William Hill mobile app. Get it uh, specifically for March Madness. Get it early, and it's fantastic. If you don't have an account yet, uh, get it. It's easy. Download on your phone, and then when you come to the book to deposit money, if you deposit at least $50 in your account, they will match it with an additional 50 so free money, free $50 in your account when you open it up. Use the promo code TC50. Do that. And uh, like you said, we've got to put money in the account. We've got to get loaded, got to get ready. I don't know if I'm going to be uh, at the high limit station after betting on Ohio State, Frank's Ohio State team last night. Ohio Brian. State. Yeah, they, they still play? Yeah. Didn't Michigan knock them out yeah. in all, all sports the other day? <laughs> Hockey, they, football, <laughs> women's basketball. Isn't I mean, that the truth? Not yeah. football, sorry. And I thought they'd bounce back against Sparta. Hockey, basketball, They led the entire basketball. game until the last two minutes. When was the last time that Michigan beat Ohio State in football. Uh, I, I misspoke with football, basketball, and hockey. Six nothing in hockey the other day. I, I, I think I was still young when Michigan beat Ohio State in football. Yeah, Ohio State's got a decent football team, but Michigan it, will be back this it year. It was definitely pre-Jim Harbaugh. We know that, right? Exactly. Okay, you, you got to look UCLA this year in football. It's going to be a good year. Oh. Hey, but by the way, when it came to setting all this stuff up here for the March Madness and that. Was there any difficult with logistics of figuring out how to get all the TVs in and yes. get the sight lines everything, and all that? Everything was it was it was a, it was a two week process to come down. Uh, we had everybody go over it, look at it, and again I have my my stuff here of how it's going to lay out. Going to lay out a little different where it's not in the round. Right. Everything will be faced in a theater, and then upstairs we have another, you know, screens up there and, and whatnot, so we can break into four. Uh, but it's 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 going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're just happy that. You know the, the the tournament's back on, mm -hmm. and they're having people there, and we're having a lot of people here, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Excellent stuff. Hoops and hops back at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Uh, use that phone number and book it 702-698-6797, or for all the information, you can go online as well too. One more time with that uh, website, Brian. Uh, for the the for both, yeah. For the first one, it's entertainment. Cabana sales at CosmopolitanLasVegas.com or call 702-698-6797. That's for the hoops event. That's for the, the couches. Uh, for the reserved uh, hops event, which is the stadium seating upstairs, you can go to CosmopolitanLasVegas.com. And for any of our other venues, you can go to CosmopolitanLasVegas.com in order to book. All right. Great yeah. stuff. All right. 
good news. Got, I even got the food here already for you, but I'm not going to mention it to you. What? I'm not going to show I'm going to put it what? over here. Uh, during the break, I'm going right for that piece of paper right there. <laughs> teaser. Teaser, yeah, pleaser. Look at you. It's a teaser. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Well, I will be pleased, though, too, when I, when I see the food options. You know, but let, let's, let, let's circle back to last night. Okay. Okay, we had Michigan play Iowa. Yes. Blue, easy win. Yeah. UCLA played the best they've played all year. Right? I mean, they just blew out well, Utah in Utah. They're playing a JV team, though. But they blew out Utah in Utah. I think the spread was one, right? Yeah. It was a, a yeah. low spread. It was because it was on the there. road. Yeah. And then your Winnipeg Jets come back against the Habs. Six with their three. new coach down 3-1, yeah. storm back and win 6-3. Good night for me. Good night for you. Yeah. See, you went to the cashier. Very nice. Yeah, no, I didn't go to the cashier, but it was a good fan night. <laughs> good. Do you just have a thing that you root for every team wearing blue? Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's see, blue, blue, and blue. And then, of course, whatever the, whatever shiny thing the, the Knights are wearing. Yes. Except the gold helmets. The gold, I think that they voted them out, right? Yeah. Didn't, well, didn't the well, petition happen? I, I think they heard the show last week. I mean, yeah. you were the one banging the drum for that. Ban the gold helmets. Yeah, the, the gold helmets have not looked good, but the, the Knights sure bounced back nice the other night after a, a lackluster effort in Tahoe. They came back with a really, really nice effort and their first one ever in Denver. Absolutely. Right? Well, Marc-Andre Fleury was sensational in that game. Yeah. In, 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 the, in the game in Denver, uh, up in Colorado. I mean, and think about that. They, they split the series, but they both won two games. Flower had shutouts in the first game and the last game. He's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's he's he actually he looked good in the uh, the, the game they lost. Um, oh, yeah, he's looked good. It was kind of I mean, a weird bounce that they, that they lost that game. Yeah, but I'm just saying in that last game he was sensational. He's the reason it was scoreless going into the intermission between periods, and then they found their offense in that second period. But if Fleury doesn't play like he did, they might they're, they're probably behind in that first. period. Oh, there's no doubt. So. He probably gives up at least two goals in that first period. I mean, he was he was fantastic. Yeah, right? I, I thought the Knights played three pretty good darn periods yep. in there. And again, I thought they were a little unfortunate not to score in the first period as well. Uh, Grubauer is a very quality goalie. Of course, then he got shelled the other night as well. So, you know, it, you just don't know. And now, now after five days off, we'll see how they look tomorrow night. All right. All right. Let's talk uh, about the news yesterday with the. Uh, the news about the tickets went on sale. So the Vegas Golden Knights welcoming back fans to T-Mobile Arena. It is official. Monday night against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, you know, tickets went on sale yesterday morning at 10 o'clock. I know they got scooped up uh, right away. Well, they went on, they went on at uh, 9 a.m. the day before for season ticket Okay, members. so that's why I want to bring you into this yes. and, and so we could talk a little bit about this. But, again, setting the stage here, 15% capacity. Yes. So you do the math. Basically, it's 2,600 seats, give or take, uh, in the 18,000-seat uh, capacity there at T-Mobile Arena. We had heard that it was going to be a first-come, first-serve. I was very curious about what they were going to do with season tickets. So you're right. The day before, I believe on Wednesday, they opened that up for season tickets. So you being a season ticket holder, of course, the Cosmopolitan being a great partner with the Knights, what can you tell us uh, about this procedure? Well, I could tell you from my experience because okay. it was intense. It was intense. I got you, on an hour like, before. Were you like a, an old radio station when you were a kid no, trying to dial in and, I, and win the prize yeah, there? I got Going on crazy? A, I got an hour before, okay. and, I, and there was a countdown. And then you had to wait in line, so people were on before me in order to, for your turn. You had to choose which game because you only got choice to one game, one pod. That's it. Okay. So I had chose the uh, uh, March 22nd game against the Blues. Is the game I wanted to get. So one game remaining in the regular season? No, no, for March. For, for, for March, March. For March. For one game. For March. Okay. One game in March, but one pod of seats. That's it. That's all you can get. You okay. can't get any more than that. So I think the pods were two, four, and six. Most were four. 
So I, I got online and and I'm looking around and, and it was I was on this iPad. And it was hard to kind of zoom in, and I found tickets that I liked in uh, section seven. Okay. I went to buy them. Gone. Oh. Gone. So I go for, okay. Found these tickets in fourteen. Gone. Tickets in seventeen. Gone. So I'm like, oh my goodness, this is really. I mean, you're sweating and there's a ticker <laughs> up top that says how much time you have left to get them. And so I, I found I secured tickets in uh, section. Nine. Okay, I like nine. Section nine. Good view. They're shooting twice over there. Right. Up high, so you're up so you get enough view. I think uh, row W. I, I was going to say, you're like a row W guy. I got, four, there, yeah. I got four tickets there, and I was like, hit the button, and it was like, I was like relieved. I was like exhausted after doing that. Uh, yesterday, I went on for the general one just to look around, okay. and I actually brought up the game, and there was only 20 seats left. Really? Total. For the whole thing, so I, I gotta believe they've sold out all their tickets by now. So, so we talked about this yesterday. Uh, what about the the cost here? Did did they raise the price that you'd normally pay for a game? Well, you had to take the Knights Val. I don't know what the tickets are down there because I'm up top. Right. So, but but where I was, where I normally sit, was was blacked out. Okay. So I didn't even look up there. Now, um, are those seats even available? Because we were talking about yesterday, we believed that there was only going to be lower bowl seating. No, anyway. there's some seating up top. So there is. So like, so I'm going Monday with your good buddy Trevor. Okay. Who invited me Monday? Uh, the, somebody bowed the, out. The, the he referee. Goes, the goes, referee he, Trevor. He says, "Do you want to go?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, sure." So uh, we're sitting up top, somewhere. I have no idea what the tickets were. Uh, where I paid, I think was two thirteen a ticket. Okay. Uh, down low in the lower bowl. I don't know what those tickets normally cost anyway. Okay. I know what my tickets cost. Uh, but uh, being a season ticket holder, you could carry your money over till next year, okay. and they just take it out of the bank that's there. So it's not like you got to come out <clears throat> of your pocket with any money. Which opponent did you get? I got the Blues. Oh, you got the Blues. That's, I got the Blues. That's solid. That's solid. I got the Blues. So I'm going to go to the game on Monday against the Wild with Trevor, okay. Good. and then uh, uh, four of us are going on the. Uh, uh, I'm taking uh, uh, good friends and and my wife. We're going on the. Uh, on the 22nd. Interesting. Very excited. Okay, good deal. It's so, been a year. Been a year since I watched hockey. I know. Live. You're going to be Jones, and you get to go Monday. So I was wondering if you're going to go Monday. Yeah, so. you know, I wasn't planning on going Monday, but uh, it kind of fell into my lap. You, and, want, uh, you want to get back in as soon as you can. Come on. You're well, a hockey nut. Yes. There you go. Yes, I do get my, my uh, vaccinated tomorrow. There so, uh, Okay. You know, hopefully I'll feel well enough by. Uh, Does by that Monday. mean uh, sliders at click uh, with uh, no tomato on Monday? I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. It, the tradition is back. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not sure what the ticket prices were to yeah. the public before because I just paid for them for the year. Right. And and I didn't even look up in my section to see what. So it if was. you're saying 213 in the lower bowl, that doesn't sound like it's is jacked up too much. To me, it doesn't. No, it, did, it, didn't, it seemed Frank appropriate. Frank and I were talking about this yesterday, saying that, that, and we know on the secondary market, it'll be pretty crazy. It'll be ridiculous. Yeah, you, you can, if you didn't take the Knights value, you can put them on the secondary market and they were going to be more expensive. Okay. So th they want Knights fans there. They only have 2,600. So I got to imagine most people did that. Right. Yeah, and, and, and that's one of the reasons, too, that Knights follow is the, you know, like you mentioned. So, you know, that's why they didn't jack them up for those people because they are their loyal season ticket holders who, who don't get rid of the tickets. I, I know one friend of mine, he's like you, he's got the season tickets, and I know he's posted on Facebook that he got tickets for the one game in March like you did, and then he was fortunate enough, he's got tickets for two other games uh, 
that went on sale to the general public the other day. So, you know, he's looking forward to that. I know I also heard uh, Kerry Buboltz on uh, earlier, and he was talking, and he mentioned, too, that when you're in your section, because I know a lot of people like to go up on the concourse and walk all around in that, and it looks like that's going to be limited to staying in the area that you're at. So, like, if you have a favorite concession stand or something like that, you, you're not going to have full access to everything. So that, that'll be interesting to see exactly how that all works out when it's all said and done. But bottom line is people are getting back into the stadium to see live hockey again. And I know that they're going to be excited. I know the players are going to be excited to have the fans there. And we'll get Carnell's take on it here at the bottom of the hour. But uh, I'm sure he's going to be excited that he can sing to more people than just the media and, right. the, and the cheerleaders and a couple drum bots. Yeah. I, I would hope that also that they, they restricted March with the hopes that April things continue to improve here in the state of right. Nevada and across the street, I mean across the country and across the world with COVID, and so that they can maybe have more people go. See, that's what I was going to ask you. Why was it just March? And, I, I, and that I, reason probably makes the most sense. Yes. Okay. Yes, I think they're going to do it month by month, and they'll decide. Plus, uh, you know, they wanted to make sure, I think it was fair how they did it, especially for the season ticket holders, although it was very intense. Right. I'm not a buy guy. I like that. Right. <laughs> but uh, it was... Uh, uh, it, it was uh, fair that everybody had an opportunity mm -hmm. to buy tickets to, to one of the games. Right. Yeah. Golden Knights uh, fans back at T-Mobile Arena starting on Monday night. Uh, around 2,600 fans uh, will be allowed uh, in the building. So, uh, yeah, thanks for sharing with us, Brian, the, uh, the procedure there. Because, as we know, we figured it was going to be pretty crazy, you know, people trying to get, get, to get those tickets and to get back in the building. And I think, you know, with 2,600 fans... It is still going to have a good atmosphere. I know a lot of people are saying, well, it's only you know 2,600 fans in an 18,000-seat building. I can tell you, when going to some of these other places where you have like kind of sparse crowds, and I'll use UNLV as an example. In years past, you know, when the fans were there, when Air Force would come or San Jose State, they would only maybe have maybe four or five or 6,000 fans in some of these games. But... It still got pretty raucous in that building. You're just, of course, you want to have 12, 13, 14, 16,000 fans. But even on those games that only had maybe four, five, or 6,000, it was, it was big. And that's a big building that seats over 19,000 at the Thomas and Mack Center. I'm thinking that, especially the way the Knights do everything with the production elements, you know, with the, with the music and everything is just, you know, on, on going, you know, very, very fast. I, I think that. Uh, you're going to really be happy, or any fan who's going to be going is going to be very happy with the atmosphere. Of course, it's not going to be like it was, but it's going to be much better than what you've been seeing on television. Yeah, I, I was hopeful for 20%. I thought that was a realistic starting point. Yeah. Um, they settled on 15%. And, uh, you know, I, I think the more people you get in there, the better. I, uh, I had a long chat with somebody from the Michigan Athletic Department uh, yesterday, and they said, hey, would you come to a game in the big house next year if we were going? I said, yeah, I'd come to a game in the big house. Yeah. They didn't have anybody there this year. He said, yeah, our goal, and hopefully it, it's like that, is that they can be at 100%. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'll sit there with 100,000 people as long as there's, you know, they show me their vaccine card and all that stuff <laughs> next to me. But it was, uh, it's, uh, you know, people are excited. I think the fall is really going to kick it off. Yeah. But it really comes down to how, you know, hockey and basketball do not playing in the bubble and uh, performing throughout the year. Now, hockey has struggled quite a bit. I haven't really followed basketball if they've had many cases. Um, but, you know, the Golden Knights had, had a three games they missed. Uh, San Jose is now out for, uh, I think, Thomas Hurdles was announced uh, that right. he was in COVID protocol. And, and, you know, some of the teams have really been decimated by it. Mm. So uh, hopefully that lessens as things go on and more people get vaccinated and uh, 
you know, we can get to 20%. It's very odd to watch the games in Canada. They have nobody. I right. mean, they have nobody anywhere up there. They're not even close, it sounds like. Uh, you know, and, you know, it's going to creep up here pretty quick, May. And, you know, the, the playoffs, they're going to stay in Canada for the first three rounds, right? They, they play the first three rounds within their own division? Yeah. Right. Or first two rounds in their the own first division. Two rounds, two. Yeah. And then, then they're going to have to play somebody from the States. So, uh, uh, you know, by middle of June, they better have something ready. Mm. You know, they better hopefully have be able to open up. So we'll, we'll see. Well, and that's and that's the thing too. We know that one team from each division is going to be going through that final four. Yeah. So you know, we know that one of the teams from the Golden Knights division. We know that one of those Canadian teams is going to have to travel, and they're going to have to make some arrangements and do something. Have so, they said who plays the Canadian division yet? Uh, I believe they have, but I don't know right off the top of my huh. head. Uh, I've not seen. I, don't, I haven't seen how they match that up. All right, still a little early for that. We'll have to wait till May for the playoffs. But the good news is. Fans allowed back in T-Mobile Arena, so night fans will get a chance to witness uh, the action starting on Monday night. Uh, two games Monday and Wednesday against the Minnesota Wild, so we're looking forward to that. And Minnesota's playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They took apart uh, our good friends in Colorado right after yeah. you know, we played played them four rounds. So the night's back in action tomorrow at Anaheim. So uh, Anaheim not not doing well, and the Knights have uh, seen them plenty already this year, so they'll get to to go play at their venue. So we'll look forward to that. And then again, Monday, back at T-Mobile Arena. So the Knights will have three games in a, in a five-day span. You know, it's going to be intense for those of you that are hockey fans. It's yeah. going to be intense. Uh, yeah. I was watching the Jets game, of course, last night. Yeah. And they are playing 28 games in 52 days. <laughs> and for it, but don't you, for any as you, a fan, that's as fantastic. A, as a fan, it's great. Yeah. As a hockey player, it's going to be, uh, you're going to have to lean into your minors quite a bit because it it, it's a brutal game. Uh, to play that 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 often, well, right. and that's also why it's crucial that you have a decent goalie tandem. Yes. So the, and that's why the Golden Knights are curious and hoping that Robin Leonard will be available in the not too distant future. Mm. Not that they don't trust Dansk or anything like that at all, but you certainly want your best two goalies available. And remember that game that was postponed yesterday. Yeah, some people are going well. Good. Now they get a little day's rest before they start oh, they playing again. But it's going to catch them up on the back end. And Pete DeBoer mentioned that yesterday. He goes, Yeah, it's great to have a day rest here and there, but we're still going to have to make up the game. So it just clutters up the end of the season that much more. Yeah. It, it, they have to cram those games in. Mm -hmm. uh, they were supposed to play the Ducks tonight, and now they're playing back-to-back -back against the Ducks, mm -hmm. right? Is that right? No. No, uh, no, no, they skip one game. Skip, uh, skip one game playing Saturday and then right. back here on Monday. That's right. right. There you it, go. Just, it changes quite often. you got to keep looking at it. Yeah. Uh, coming off the postponement last night, uh, they were supposed to be in San Jose. Yes, and, uh, which was a makeup of a first exactly. postponement game. Right. Yeah, a game that was actually going to be down in Arizona when San Jose couldn't play right. in San Jose. So <laughs> need a roadmap for this stuff, man. It's crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm getting mixed up myself. Yeah. That's All why right. you want to write everything down in pencil and not pen this year. Yes, <laughs> and i got to believe the, the – um, the players yeah. have got to be excited to get fans back in. Oh, there. There's no doubt. I mean, yeah. it's got to be unusual for them to play right. in front of nobody, um, unless they, you know, skated in Florida the last few years. Then, uh, <laughs> you know, they know what nobody feels like. But it's it's uh, it's it's going to be exciting, and I think it's going to be as loud as it can be. All right, great news. All right, we'll continue uh, with more uh, Golden Knights talk uh, as well, too. All right, we've got college basketball, the NBA to talk about as well. Curtis Terry is going to join us next hour, so hang tight for that. We are live from the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. It is a Friday. The T.C. Martin Show, a wonderful Friday. VGK Frank in the house, Brian Benowitz, yours truly. And we're back with more live from the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. <laughs> Check out his big stethoscope. 
or not. It's the Dr. T.C. Martin. Welcome to the Friday edition of the T.C. Martin Show. Of course, our Friday home here at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas inside the William Hill Sportsbook. Brian Benowitz in the house, VGK Frank, glad to have you guys here as well too. And uh, we've been talking a lot of Golden Knights in the opening segment as fans are now allowed back at T-Mobile Arena. We'll see that Monday night as uh, fans, including Brian, had to scour their way into a... Try to fight for those seats, but uh, from, got them. And, and you got there. You go. It, it, and avoided the carpal tunnel all at the same time. So it was a win-win. It was a win. There you go. That's right. All right. Speaking of the Golden Knights, very special guest on hand here, and we know that our listeners uh, recognize his voice. They also recognize his face because they see him not only at Golden Knights games, whether you're in attendance at the Fortress or you're watching on television, or uh, you know you just you see him all over the place, man. Uh, he is the voice of the Golden Knights as far as the national anthem concerns. We're talking about Carnell Johnson, A.K.A. Golden Pipes, in the house. Carnell, thanks for joining us here, my man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, great stuff, man. Uh, you know, everyone is curious how you became the Vegas. Golden Knights anthem singer. Now, I remember back in 2017, I believe, when the Knights uh, put the word out that they were holding auditions for, you know, national anthem singers. So did you go through that process? And if you did, kind of take take everyone through the story. Yeah, they put it out on social media. I was one of a few thousand people that uh, huh. sent in video submissions. Huh. They brought in 600-plus uh, for a live audition, and I was one of the, the 42 chosen for the first of uh, the first home games. So did you get a chance to see anyone else audition or perform or anything? Or yeah, I saw, I saw a couple. Um, yeah. They were bringing us in batches of 20 when you could do that. Right. Um, so, yeah, we were, just, we were in the lobby of T-Mobile, and right. it was just one after the other, yeah. 20 people sang, and then like a week later is when I got my letter. <laughs> so at that point in time, you're kind of like checking out, I don't want to say the competition, but other people and that sort of thing. What were you thinking, man? Were you thinking like, oh, man, I got this, or what, what were your thoughts? You know, as a working musician, you, you never sit there and are, you think you're guaranteed the job. You know, you can do the best job ever, but if the director or whoever is casting it doesn't like your performance, right. that doesn't matter how good you are. <laughs> so I was just hopeful that I could be one of the 42, and when I got it, I was just like, I was, I was totally excited for it. Yeah. And so as a trained, a lot of people may not know this, but you're a classically trained uh, singer, mm -hmm. you know, voice actor, stage performer, opera singer yep. and again going through you know these type of auditions obviously you've gone through this so many times before whether it's uh, auditioning to sing or act or whatever well, was this procedure very similar to 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 going in and, and trying to get a uh, an acting gig pretty similar uh, the lot a lot of the times when you go and get an acting gig you're, you're outside of the room while they're auditioning so that was the change but the one thing that was nice was they let everybody know fairly quickly afterwards if they were going to be performing or not. Where if you go and audition for a show, say here on the Strip, you just may never hear anything, which right. tells you your your answer. But it's one of those things where you just hurry up and wait, and there's nothing you can do. You can't call and say, hey, are you choosing me? Hey, what's going on? Right. They just If you get the call, you get the call. And this one, I was very... I was very blessed that they were letting people know, which is just what, what actors want. 
I can relate so much to what he's talking about because, as you guys know, my, my daughter Jules, who is a, a, a theater actor, she was a theater major at UNLV, and she's gone through so many of these type of auditions. So I've had to live that through the father role. But I actually had to go through that myself as I auditioned or got invited to audition for the PA announcer. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but I finished second to Bruce Kusick, who, who, who is doing it. So. I knew exactly what you were going through and that sort of thing, and and I had to go audition with uh, with a cold and sore throat and all that kind of stuff. And I told him going into it, I said, I, I don't know if I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, how well I'm gonna sound, you know. I was kind of trying to downplay it, but uh, yeah, that stuff is pretty competitive and uh, and crazy. Whether it's it's for anything, PA, uh, the national anthem, or even just you know interviewing for a job. I mean, everybody wanted to get involved with the Knights organization at this point in time, so. Uh, you know, so like you said, Carnell, you were, you were one of, of, of many, but you were going to just, you weren't going to be the guy, right? You were just going to get one game. So tell us how that unfolded and when, when was the first game that you had and take us from there. Uh, I was actually just reminded on social media that my first game was this, it was either this past week or the week before uh, where I came out and did it for the very first time. So it was like February of 2018 then, oh, 2018, right? 2018, yeah, yeah, three years ago. Right. And so, you know, they had already been playing for five, four and a half, five months. Right. And I hadn't gotten a call. I hadn't gotten an email, even though, you know, they said we're going to let you know. But it was their first year, too. They're trying to figure everything out as right. well. And now it's like a well-oiled machine. It's right. crazy. But I didn't know when I was going to be able to go in. And so my friend actually ended up getting a job with the organization I asked her hey who can I talk to and she said email this person so I emailed them and then it was that next week that I got the call the day before saying hey do you want to come do this and I was like yep and then I got the call the next week can you do the Canadian anthem yep got the call the next week can you come again again yep and I was always told I can neither confirm nor deny this I'm sure if you went back and watched all of them I was told that I was the first person who didn't say the word night during the anthem and that helped uh, solidify me as the one they wanted to come back that and I just I sing the song as it's written I never say right. I never say right. I sing it right or wrong right. people have their interpretation which if we didn't have interpretations of things you wouldn't get some of the great art out there that that you have but I sing it as written and I think all anthems not just American Canadian French right. Russian whatever they should be done as written because a lot of people like to sing along with you know they, they have that that patriotism for their country so they want to sing along with it so I just sing it straightforward nothing crazy I might hold a note here or then here uh, yeah here or then but other than that no just sing it you yeah. know let people sing with you and that's the beautiful part about it. I think that's why everyone appreciates uh, you know you're singing the delivery because you do, you know, you're, you're not there to embellish or put on a show or that sort of thing. It's coming from the heart. It's, it, it sounds wonderful. And that's a great. Carnell Johnson's joining us. Golden Pipes, of course, the anthem singer of the Vegas Golden Knights. Like we said, it, it, this wasn't just, uh, you know, given to you. Your first game wasn't until like, you know, four months into the season and you got called back and called back. At what point in time did they say, hey, you're our guy? Um, it well, I didn't get the official Euro guy until December into the second season. Okay. Um, they kept calling me back because they were winning. Obviously, they went through the playoffs, right. and once they were winning with the playoffs, they were going to bring in like huge celebrities to do it. 
and um, you know, uh, at the time, GM yeah. McPhee, he said, no, we're winning with this guy. Don't you dare change it. <laughs> so he was the one that kept me on. And, you know, we went all the way to the finals, which, I mean, I, we were just there for the season. We weren't right. expecting to play for the cup. Right. So however far we went, they were just happy to be there. And even though we didn't get the cup, oh, well, you know, it would have been beautiful and an amazing end to the story, especially with everything that happened with October right. 1 and everything. Right. But it was you know, it was just the time, and then when when people just kept shouting for it and loving it when I came on, they were just like, you know, he, he's our next anthem singer. You've got your Blackhawks anthem singer, Dallas has theirs, Nashville has theirs. They all, not every single hockey club has a national anthem singer, right. but, you know, I would say I think pretty much half of them, and we're all friends on Twitter too, so right. we're all kind of, you know, it's all friendly banter back and forth, but... It's a it's a good camaraderie of, of singers that that we can all relate to one another uh, with. Take us through that first time that you hit the T-Mobile ice for your first goal of the night's game. Uh, again, I know you're you, you've been through this before. I don't know if you've sang in front of eighteen thousand before, but uh, nervous at all? Take us through it. It was cold. <laughs> That's the biggest thing, you know. You you forget about it until you're like, oh wait, they have to keep this frozen. So I'm standing on minimum 32 degrees but less because it has to be solid so it's really cold down there and if you're not running around for two minutes at a full sprint on skates you get really cold really fast so i was in i was in a suit so i had you know upper body was okay but i had i had slacks on which are not thin not meant to keep uh, temperature out so i remember that my right leg started shaking uncontrollably um, one, due to the cold. Two, doing, during the fact that I was singing in front of 18,000 people that yeah. I had never done before. I was singing on a couple thousand, which yeah. is great and fine. But it was, uh, it was a bit nerve-wracking. And a lot of people don't realize how easy it is to forget the anthem yeah. until you're in front of people doing it. And they're all relying on you for the words. When you're in the stand singing it and you don't have any pressure on it, you would sit there and wonder, why can't they remember the next line? But, you know, so many celebrities have messed it up, and I can understand why now. Um, I'm very blessed that they put the words up on the the screen (laughs) so that I have my safety net there, and I, you know, 99 out of 100 times, I don't use it, but that one time where I'm going on autopilot, and then I'm like, oh no, where am I in this? I've got to glance up there and be like, oh yeah, that's that's the right one. So, um, yeah, it was nerve-wracking. It was was anxiety, but excitement. Um, And, of course, you know, I'm thinking that's the only time I'm going to ever be there, so I wanted to get it right. So I'm I'm glad that I've had many, many chances since then if I would have ever messed it up to redeem myself. And just to follow up that point you said about if you if you miss a word or something, you know you're going to end up on SportsCenter, you're going to end up on YouTube, and, yep. and it's going to be social media disaster. Like, oh, my God, because, you know, people glorify that, you know, and you don't want to be that guy, right? Never. <laughs> and and I talk to other people who who are musicians, and they realize that the first two stanzas of the anthem are so similar the words match um you know the the cadence of them are the exact same so it's really easy to think did i already sing that and i thought that more times than not while i'm while i'm performing it without the without the lyrics the uh your your pace of your anthem is fantastic 
Fantastic. I'm, I've been to every game at the, at, the, at the Fortress that I could go to. Obviously, the COVID games this year we haven't been able to go to. Yeah. Uh, the first year was very unusual to see the parade of anthem singers. It was just one after the other. Some were okay. Some weren't so great. Hmm. Some were good. And then you popped onto this, the scene. And, and we kept saying, well, they need to bring Carnell back. They need to have a, a person. We need to have Carnell. And I, I was a, I've been a, a Winnipeg Jets lifelong fan. And, uh, you know, I know Stacey Natter sings the Jets anthem. So, you know, to, 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 to have somebody that they come out, and it's the beginning to energize the fans. Yes. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's, the, it's the initial thing. Yeah, they got the buzz and the pregame and all that stuff. But that anthem gets them going because it leads right into the game. Yeah. So uh, I, I was thrilled when they, they started using you permanently in the playoffs. And then congratulations for the last few years because uh, when you don't come out there, I, I, I get I get disappointed. Well you, well, you want to tear up your betting ticket too, <laughs> I, right? I get disappointed. Yeah. Sometimes they were getting creative and do, do, the, do the, you know, guitar playing national oh, yeah. anthem and things like that. It's very goofy and very sideshow. So uh, I think the crowd really enjoys seeing you out there every time. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, and one of the other things that happened, too, you mentioned that you were going through this where there's a ton of people that are trying out. You're hoping to just get a call. You're thinking you're going to get your one game, so you want to do that. You want to do it right. You want to make sure you get the words right and everything. You kind of knew by that time that the crowd was saying the night, so you had it in your mind what you were going to do in that. So that worked out to your advantage because if you would have been the first one and the first time they did it, it might have thrown you off as well because if you're not expecting it. But did you ever in your wildest dreams realize that from that first time on the ice that here we are down the road a couple years and all of a sudden you're like part of the team you're one of the celebrities your social media is blowing up people want to see you i've been in hyde lounge doing the pregame and interview reports and postgame show everybody wants a picture with you when you come up there and talk afterwards and you walk around and that you're not just a guy who tried out for the anthem now you're the guy that does the anthem and you're a celebrity like a part of the golden knights team you are considered a member of the team to this city i i i would have never thought that me getting up there and singing would have led to any of that i just i just wanted to sing that's <laughs> that's what most performers want to do they just want to perform and you know i've always wanted to be on broadway or i've tried out uh, for shows here at the, on the strip and just to no avail and you know if you would have asked me five years ago uh you know hey what are you going to be doing in in five years i wouldn't have told you well i'm the national anthem singer for the nights you know five i mean it's been we're in our fourth season now so it was about five years ago that you know we learned oh we're getting an nhl team and we're there getting ready to drop the name and everything and you know, I, I, I would have never thought I would be associated with sports. You know, I didn't watch a lot of it. I played it growing up, but uh, being born and raised in Vegas, we didn't have a professional sports team. We had we have the Rebels, and we had their huge run back in the 90s. But other than that, there hasn't been anything that we could really call our own until the last four or five years. So what about now is, you know, with all the success and, the you know, the recognizability that you have, going for you know other uh gigs auditions that sort of thing has that opened up the door for you and now you know what are you pursuing you know now and are people saying oh there's the there's the anthem singer i i'm getting a lot more calls and messages saying uh we'd love to have you come and sing for us i'm actually i started a uh an acoustic guitar duo uh with my best friend we're called cover lane and we play well 
before everything shut down, we were playing like two times a week, yeah. um, way out at Red Rock, out of Green Valley, a uh, whole bunch of different places. And then everything shut down, and we unfortunately lost a lot of that, like all of the other entertainers in town. Um, but that's slowly starting to pick up again, so we're slowly getting our gigs. Um, we've got probably about one a month right now, one to two a month. Um, but other than that, I, uh, I actually just took a uh, full-time job uh, down at uh, Finley Volkswagen Henderson as the marketing coordinator, which I have zero marketing <laughs> experience in so, my life. Celebrity status gets you in. <laughs> there you <laughs> they, go. Yeah, they, um, they saw, I was, I, like everybody else, I was having trouble. Um, unemployment, just okay. trying to do something, get jobs. And so I reached out on, uh, on social media, and somebody who worked there saw it and told uh, the GM, hey, can we uh, get this guy in and start selling cars, or start not selling him cars, start him selling cars. Right. And she's like, well, what if we tapped into his social media? I love the way he's branded himself. Let's see how he does in marketing. And they only had one marketing person there, so they were like, let's add that second one on. And the, the, now there's, there were two marketing people, and the girl that I work with, she's like so thankful that she just has somebody else you know it, you know let alone it being somebody with a name in the right. town um she was just very very blessed and she was like oh i don't have to do so much now we can collaborate on things if i have to do something here and you can go out and do this marketing and xyz and it just it worked out perfectly and i love it there i've been there for about two and a half months now and it's an amazing amazing uh family there with people all everyone works really well together it's one of those where you walk into a car dealership and they have that stigma of you know as soon as you get out of the car somebody's there hey what can i do for you let right. me help you right. you want to get that car you want to get that car we don't do that there which right. you know yeah we have people hanging out outside but we don't bombard right. you they they come in and you know we'll open the door and be like hey is there you know somebody you're looking for and then we, we go from there. And if they say, oh, yeah, I'm looking for service, oh, yeah, right back there. Or if they say, oh, I'm thinking of getting a, a car, then, you know, we'll talk to them and be like, well, what are you doing for? You know, we're not, we, we, don't, we don't want to be stigmatized as a car dealership, even though at the end of the day, yes, we are a car dealership. We're there to sell cars. But we're, we don't want to be that quintessential uh, hair slicked back, right. business suit, you know, just trying to get you into whatever, and and that's what I love about working there. And you know, now the marketing goes like, "Hey, buy a car. Carnell's gonna sing to you, right?" <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying they've used that, but yeah, they have said, "Hey, can you come here really quick?" And I was like, "All right, I'll come say hi." Well, I mean, come on, car is in the guy's name. That's true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I did. I have gotten that a couple times. They're like, "It's it's meant to be." Hey, I, I know one other thing too, and you mentioned the fact that you know. Because we've known each other for quite a while, and we've spoke several times before. You know, you mentioned the fact that, you know, as an entertainer and that, that, you know, you have tried out for Broadway and different things like that. Are you still hoping to open some other doors and do some other, get back on the stage and do some shows and that? And if you could, what would be your dream role? Oh, man, that's, that's always something, you know. Now that I'm doing this, I'm like, I, I, I'm enjoying it. And, yeah, if, if I got called from New York saying, hey... We want you to come and perform on Broadway. It's one of those things where I would absolutely say yes. I probably wouldn't stay there because the one time I've been to New York, it's just, it's so cramped. I can't, I, I can't be there with, you know, staying, you open your door and the next building is right there. It just feels too uh, claustrophobic. But if I got a call from them and said, 
hey, we want you to be in which the biggest Broadway show to come out in the last five years has been Hamilton. They, if someone said, we want you to be in it, and I would, in 100%, I would be like, yep, put me on the next plane. I'll be there. I already know it. Just teach me where I have to walk, and let's go. Let's, let's do it in a week. Cornell, how often do you get recognized uh, around town these days? A lot. <laughs> um, depends on where I am. Uh, out in Summerlin. Even not wearing Golden Knights gear, right? <laughs> Even not wearing Golden Knights gear. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in my Volkswagen stuff today because yeah. I'm, I'm, technic- I'm technically on the I clock don't know, man. right I mean, now. Hold on. Well, I mean, the, you got the, 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 mask, the mask and the hat. The mask and the hat. Yes. <laughs> I, I always wear the mask, and I do have a Volkswagen hat, but I'm... You know, four out of five days, I'm wearing a Golden Knights hat. Um, but yeah, whenever we go out, we a lot of the times I'll uh, I'll be talking to people and um, my my marketing partner. Like when when we introduce ourselves, um, you know, say, "Oh, hi, I'm Carnell," and they're like, "Oh, hi." Um, and most of the time, I have the mask on, right. so it's it's not I'm not immediately recognizable. But we'll get to talking and. Um, and then my marketing partner will go, did you know that he's Golden Pies and he sings the national anthem for the Knights? And they'll be like, oh my gosh, it's you? And then more often than not, somebody they're with will be like, I knew it was him, but I didn't want to say anything because like he wasn't playing it up. And she's like, he never plays it up. I'm always telling people that this is who he is. And um, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's fun more than anything. It's, it's, I, I've never been embarrassed or I've never been like, you know, oh, I don't want people to know who I am. It's, you know, if they know, great. If they don't know, great. I'm, I'm just open to all, 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 uh, whatever's, I don't, I can't even think of the word right now. He is Golden Pipes, uh, Carnell Johnson, the singer, singer, of course, with the Golden Knights at T-Mobile Arena. But final thing before we let you go, if you, uh, have a go-to piece as far as audition or a song or something like that, what would be yours? That's always a hard one because yeah. you tailor your audition piece know. to the show. As, yeah, yeah, you have a daughter in, yeah. in theater. So, yeah. you know, if I'm going for a classical music theater piece, I'm going to pick a Then give me a personal movie. favorite for you. Like, say, uh, oh, oh, everything's wide open for you. Fair a a okay. personal choice. So I'll, I'll say the one that I've used the most. Okay. Um, and it's from an old show back in the 1920s called Showboat. Um, not a lot of people do it today because it's very controversial, but I think okay. it's one that we need to do because we can't just hide that controversy. Um, but uh, the, the, the song is called uh, Old Man River, and it's, uh, it's a very beautiful, boastful, powerful song. And until I figured out that you need to tailor your audition songs to the right. show you're auditioning for. I just use that for everything. I use that for modern theater. I use that for pop shows. I used it for whatever because I was like, well, this is what I sound the best on. Um, but now I'll, I'll change it up. But I, w- I would say, yeah, Old Man River is probably one of my top three. All right, you know I'm going to ask you. Give us about six or eight bars here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's you hear it, make, man. You got to make me think of it now. Um, <laughs> um, I get weary and sick of trying. I'm tired of living and scared of dying, but old man river, he just keeps rolling along. Give it up for golden pipes, there it is. And, 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 that, and that's with the mask on. With the mask on. That's with the mask. Okay, you realize that you're going to be uh, cutting a show promo right before you leave here today. Oh, no, my there, God. there it is. <laughs> Nunchuck, get on that. <laughs> 
Carnell, we, uh, we got to have you back here, man. We have some more time. You yeah, know, definitely. But uh, I def definitely appreciate it. Go see this man. Buy a car at Finley Volkswagen, okay? Yes, he may, he may sing to you as well, too. But, uh, yeah, we want to give them uh, some love as well, too. And I think that's great, man. Thank and, you so uh, much. I appreciate it. And, uh, again, we're all fans. We, we, we're there, you know, from the media to the fans. Uh, uh, love uh, watching you sing, man. And, uh, again, uh, we're all very, very patriotic. I speak for, you know, our group here. And uh, when you sing, man, it means a lot. You connect. You resonate with everyone. Thank yeah, you. I, I think people want to get in their seats to make sure they see you. <laughs> I got a perfect view of you from the 225 row A coming right on the ice, yeah. looking good with all that swag on. You look yep. great. Yeah, yeah, I've got my scarf I, all the And time. I can yeah. tell you from experience, this guy, he won't be in the concession stand. He goes, I, I got to get back for Golden Pipes. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and by the way, I can vouch, too. If you do see him out and about, don't be shy. Don't be nervous. Don't be afraid. He's one of the most approachable, likable, nicest people you mm. ever see. Takes a picture with everybody, takes yeah. a selfie, shakes hands in that, when that's allowed again. Because I've seen him, and the fans absolutely just rush towards him. But he's one of the nicest guys you're ever going to want to meet. So if you see him, don't be afraid. Go up and say hi, because you're going to want to remember the moment.